Okay. Well, how excited am I that I just recorded my first podcast episode and accidentally deleted it. (laughs) So par for the course. And also, that's not the first time I've done this. I have absolutely, like, recorded, tried to record something, and it is just garbage. Um, So here's the deal. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing, and that's okay. I am sitting in a room that used to be a bathroom. I have built a table over the urinal. I have built a table over the toilet. I have built a table over the sink. And I built that table with actual, these tables with actual tables and campaign signs. There are thrifted blankets hanging on the walls. There are Christmas lights hanging on the ceiling because if you turn the bathroom light on, um, there's a really loud fan. And uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a bathroom and we're recording, which is hilarious because I dipped my toe in the podcast world several months ago, well over a year ago <clears throat> when I first got cancer. And and uh, I called it live from the bathroom floor because I had just had a radical hysterectomy as part of my cancer treatment. And I just was having hot flash after hot flash after hot flash. And the only place that I could find any relief was my bathroom floor. It was so cold. And I would just lay there and just talk. And that was my podcast. And um, eventually I got bored with it and I just kind of abandoned it. Uh, But recently I have been thinking more and more that I want to get into the education space because my, I'm a small business owner and my small business has grown a lot over the past couple of years. And I have learned, I was diagnosed with cancer in August of 2021. I am thankfully cancer-free now, but I did have to go through many surgeries and many, many months of treatment. And it was hard and it basically shut down my business. And so I learned a lot of hard lessons about business. And when I was able to jump back in, (coughs) excuse me, allergy season, when I was able to jump back into my business, I was like, never again. Like, never again am I going to have a business that is entirely dependent on me and only me. It doesn't make sense. It's, um, I need to be sustainable. And of course, I'm an eco, like I'm an eco artist. So I think about sustainability as far as like materials and product I make. But then there's also the sustainability of your business. Like, can your business last? Can your business like hit speed bumps and bounce back? And how do we, how do we make it so that it can? And I've, learned that and I've been successful at it over the last year and I want to share that. I really do. And a big part of why I think I've been able to find success and continue moving forward is because my superpower is resilience. It is I have an I have a really great ability to bounce back and to be resourceful when I don't have the money to do what I need to do, um, or if I don't have the knowledge or the know-how, I'm very good at figuring it out. And I know that that is, does not come easy to a lot of people. And it probably comes easier to me because of my background. I was a homeless teenager. I spent most of my teen years homeless, and it really 
forced me to figure things out. And so, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. So we're going to talk a lot about that in this podcast. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about resilience. We're going to talk about, you know, bouncing back and, and figuring things out because, because I, I think, <laughs> I think if you want to have a good and happy life, those are important tools to have. And, and I want you to be happy because I spent many, many years kind of wallowing in my own misery and, and it took me a long time to figure out what happiness could look like in the face of lots of bad things. Um, you know, I, a homeless teenager had became a stripper to get out of homelessness, spent years having people call me trash, treat me like trash. I couldn't rent places because of where my job was. Um, you know, I definitely like lived in a car. I was a high school dropout. Um, estranged from my parents. My mother didn't love me. My stepfather was cruel. My dad was in prison. And, you know, then I got older. I got Bell's palsy. My face was paralyzed for weeks. And, you know, then I got breast cancer and it was just like hurdle after hurdle after hurdle. But in every instance, I have been so good at getting up and being like, all right, well, bad shit happens. What do we do now? And I'm really good at just getting back up. So I want to give that to you because I want you to be happy and I want you to learn how to get back up. And I want you to know like the, when everything is like crashing down around you and, and dark and it feels hopeless, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And if you can't see it, I can show you. And I firmly believe that. I believe that with all of my heart. So, so that's, that's really my, uh, my goal with this podcast. And, you know, I have some other ideas for writing and blogging and uh, courses and all of the good things. But uh, first, podcast number one, I think the most important thing that I want to cover right now is obviously the reason why I want to do this podcast, but also um, why I am calling it Look at All of These Stupid Flowers. And (laughs) I literally just went through this whole story on the podcast that I I accidentally deleted. So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go in the second telling. (laughs) like literally 20 minutes after I just told it, but let's try it. So 10 to 15 years ago, and I literally, I cannot remember exactly when I woke up from a dream. I can't remember the dream, but the phrase in my head was, look at all of these stupid flowers. And for some reason, I was like, this, this is important. You need to remember this. And I don't know why I like, what does that even mean? Look at all of these stupid flowers. It means nothing. Why is that important? But my brain was like, this is important and you need to hold on to it. So I did. And, um, I don't know, months later, I was like, maybe this is a book. So I wrote down what my book would look like and, you know, what each chapter would be about. And that wasn't, that wasn't it. It was just, but my brain was like, nope, you got to hold on to it. Got to keep holding on to it. I was like, okay. And fast forward to, I think, 2016 or 2017. I don't remember the exact date, and and that kind of sucks. But my, my mom died, and my mother and I were estranged. We did not get along. I, we each felt that the other, that we didn't love each other. I did not feel loved by my mother. My mother did not feel loved by me. 
it was complicated and and we were estranged. We did not get along. And she died and she um she had life insurance and she left me in a in her will, which was shocking to me. First of all, I never believed that she would have had life insurance. And second of all, I couldn't believe she left me in her will, but she did. And she had enough life insurance that she left me $50,000, which was more money than I had ever made in a year. Um, it was a life-changing amount of money. And I asked my siblings because my mom and I were estranged, are you okay with me accepting this money? They said that they were. And so I did accept the money and we used it to pay off a lot of debt and we used it to put a roof on our house, which we desperately needed. And we used it to buy a new work car for my husband and, um, you know, to take care of all of those things that that pile up and, and are expensive and you think that you're never going to be able to afford it when you're when you're a person who's broke like we were. So yeah, it was it was a gift and there was a, enough money left over that I decided to send myself to Costa Rica for uh, three weeks to do a conservation trip with sea turtles. So, so I sent myself to Costa Rica for three weeks to see sea turtles and that's a whole other story, but let me just say that it was life-changing, life-changing changing. I got there. I saw hundreds of thousands of adult sea turtles and baby sea turtles. And if you're like, Jessica, how did you see hundreds of thousands of sea turtles? There are these nesting events called aribadas. It means the arrival and they are mass nesting events of sea turtles. So yes, hundreds of thousands of sea turtles on coming up to these beaches at once, but also a lot of plastic on the beaches. So to see as an artist, to see brightly colored plastic, I was like, my eyes are like, colors, colors, I love colors. But then to see all of these animals interacting with it was a tragedy. And it affected me profoundly. So I came home and I changed my whole life. Uh, I changed how I designed jewelry. I changed how I created art. I changed how I lived. I changed everything. And I didn't do it for for business reasons. I did it because it felt like the right thing to do. I was driven to do it, um, but it also ended up transforming my business in a really positive way. So, and we still have this look at all of these stupid flowers phrase kind of going in the back of my head, still not sure why. So, um, so I got to backtrack a little bit. <laughs> when my mom died, my, I asked my siblings, like, how could I help? And they, they said, you know, you can help us with the funeral flowers. <sighs> Mom loved purple or purple daisies and she loved sunflowers. So can you help us with the flowers? And I was like, yeah. So I ordered sunflowers and purple daisies and I got some purple card stock and I hand stamped daisies on the cover of all of these little folded cards that I made. And I put pieces of paper in them that had planting instructions for these sunflower seeds that I included in the cards. And it was a way for people to honor my mom. They could go and they could plant these sunflowers in her memory. Because even though my mom and I were estranged and didn't really have a relationship, obviously there were a lot of people that really loved her and were experiencing big grief over her passing. And I wanted to give them a way to remember her um 
that was more personal. So I included these sunflower seeds and I had made all of these bouquets of purple daisies and sunflowers. So, so that's important. <laughs> so fast forward to, I have done my trip to Costa Rica. My life has changed and uh, my best friend had moved to Los Angeles and my business made it so that part of the work that I did required me to be by the ocean, which <laughs> I'm not complaining about at all. So I would go stay on her couch and I would go do beach cleanups and I'd walk by the beach. And that phrase, look at all of these stupid flowers, was in my head all of the time. And so I noticed that there were always flowers on the beach. Carnations, roses, plumeria, uh, those were the most common. And regularly those flowers were on the beach. And I always noticed them. So one day I'm on the beach and there was a bird that was dying and I called the wildlife rescue. I, I called everybody that I could think of. I'm like on standing on the beach Googling who can save this bird on my phone and nobody could help. And the bird did die. And uh, that sucks. <laughs> so, and it was really sad. Um, and so I was thinking about that as I was walk walking away and walking up the rest of the beach. And I started mindlessly picking up flowers because I think the thought was I'm going to lay these flowers where this bird died to, to just kind of honor its life. Um, and at the time I didn't know any better. Now I know you don't pick up flowers on the beach. They are, they are there for a reason that doesn't have anything to do with you. So you just leave them. But at the time I didn't know any better. So I was just mindlessly picking up these flowers, <clears throat> these flowers so that I could lay them where this bird had died and honor its life because I'm a weirdo that does stuff like that. <laughs> so at one point I get back to where the bird was and I look down and I have what is basically a bouquet of flowers in my hands and they are purple daisies and sunflowers and lots of different kinds of sunflowers. Um, it was my mother's exact funeral bouquet and I'm telling you I know that because I designed my mother's funeral bouquet and I know what kind of flowers are normally on the beach. And I looked down and this was my mother's funeral bouquet. And my first reaction was anger. I was like, oh, how dare you? You know, we have no relationship when you're alive. You give me nothing, no gifts of love, nothing. And then you're going to give me flowers like from your ghost on the beach, this like supernatural visit. And like, fuck you. I was mad. I was really mad. And then I started to cry. Because I realized that this was like a really profound moment. <clears throat> and then I didn't know how to feel about it. So I laid the flowers down and I, I took pictures because I was like, there's no way that, that I would even believe this myself. So I took pictures and I laid the flowers down and walked away. And, and that phrase still in my head, look at all of these stupid flowers. And would I have even noticed them? If that phrase hadn't been put in my head, probably not. So fast forward a little more <laughs> and uh, I got cancer. And uh, obviously that's a hard thing to go through. And I'm grateful that I'm okay today and, you know, currently free of disease. And that's wonderful. And we hope that I live the rest of a very long life like that. But part of my recovery has been to take walks and I take a lot of walks because I'm building my strength and I'm making sure that I'm letting my body be as healthy as possible. And I, 
always see the flowers because I'm supposed to look at them, look at all these stupid flowers, and I'll take pictures of them and put them in my Instagram, Instagram stories and tell other people, look at all of these stupid flowers. And, and what that has actually done has trained my brain to stop and smell the roses, right? Because we always say stop and smell the roses. But because we always say it, it's really easy to dismiss. But when I say, look at all of these stupid flowers, it's like, why, wait, what? Why are flowers stupid? Why? But, but I always notice them. I always notice them now. So I do stop and smell the roses. But then if you know me and you know my business, which is Hey Lola Art Company and my Instagram page for me personally is Love Hey Lola, one of my most popular items in my business are these earrings that I make out of straws that I find out on the ground um, or that people send me like these discarded straws that I clean and I sanitize. It's garbage, right? It's garbage. And I transform this garbage into flowers. They're these stupid flowers made out of garbage. It's one of my most popular items. Are you kidding me? Right? So, so that phrase has guided my life and it didn't make any sense when it showed up but it makes so much sense now so it's it's mine it's it's my thing it's I'm holding on to it but now I want to give it to you right because I recently realized that my superpower is resilience is the ability to figure shit out is um, falling flat on my face and dusting my getting up and dusting myself back up and being like it's okay like where it's it's I learned that I should avoid this area or I learned that these aren't the right shoes you know they make me fall or there's all of these lessons and so I I have come to a place in my life where I appreciate the stumbles because they teach me things and now because I'm old <laughs> I have this long life of stumbling and the resulting lessons. And I want to share that with you. And that includes business. And that includes how I treat myself. And that includes how I treat other people. And all of that has put me in a place where I can say, I finished cancer treatment less than a year ago. And I've never loved my life more. And I've never been as healthy and I've never been as happy and you know of course I wish that I wouldn't have had cancer but now I'm also like grateful because it was just one more thing that taught me something which in this instance was life is really really short um so get out there and like do the thing so I have a lot to talk about, and this podcast is going to cover a lot of stuff. I really want to. I really want to teach business. Um, I am looking at designing a course. I am looking at writing a book. I have started a whole new Instagram that's just devoted to this. But basically, I want to be your cheerleader, and I want to see you succeed, and I want to see you find the happiness that I have found, and you know, success, whatever success looks like for you. And if you're feeling like life is crashing down all around you, I want to be able to show you the light at the end of the tunnel when you can't see it. 
Yeah. And so that's it. And I'm going to fall a lot. There's going to be a lot of stumbles. I don't really know what I'm doing. I am sitting in a bathroom talking into my phone, but, but I'm going to do it, do it messy, do it scared, do it now. That's what we do and do it imperfectly because perfection, we've never, we don't strive for perfection. That is, that's just going to hurt our feelings. And we also don't hurt our own feelings on purpose. So, so yeah, episode one, and now, you know, why I am calling this whole show, look at all of these stupid flowers. And I hope when you're done listening or while you're listening that you go and and smell the roses and find your own stupid flowers. And um, I can't wait to grow and bloom with you. And I will talk to you next time. I hope you have a great day.